Hello everyone and welcome to the Artful Athlete podcast episode 125 and the last one of 2022. It's the final countdown. And in my case, it kind of also feels like I'm on my final brain cell. 2022 has been, how can I put this in a delicate and PC-friendly way, challenging. Yeah, let's call it that. It's been challenging. 2022 equals challenges. 2022 has punched me in the face multiple times because, you know, it probably felt that the second half of 2021 hadn't gone hard enough. And for me, it even became difficult to to be. Yeah, just to be, for sure. But also, it became difficult to hope. When all your foundations get challenged, it becomes difficult to keep your head up. And in my case, I'd say this was quite present for the first half of the year. Opportunities would present themselves and not small ones. We're talking very big life-changing ones. And then there'd be a realisation that saying yes to these would mean the repeat of a toxic experience. So. Stepping out is the best thing to do in that case. And then another couple of opportunities came a knock in. And similarly, something would come up last minute and stop them unfolding. And by the end of May, early June, I questioned how much hope I had left in me. I'm a very hopeful person. I'm not naive. But if I stop believing in the fact that something good will eventually come out, that there's a lesson to learn through this, through something, and then integrating this lesson will take me somewhere else, somewhere higher, better. Well, if I don't have that, that's when I crash, and when I crash, I crash hard. And then summer came, and an even bigger and brighter opportunity came through. The life-changing type, the one you couldn't even have ever dared imagine. And it fits you on every single plane, on every single level. And it uses all of your skills. And it opens so many doors. And July and August meant I did a lot of research and preparation, work on a professional front. And on a personal note, it felt like It felt like I was readying myself to embrace a full wave of goodness, while still questioning if, after these past few months, this would be the ultimate wave, the one that changes everything and allows for dreams and projects to fly higher than ever before, lifting yourself up, but also lifting all the people around you with it. And, as I've shared with you this September, that opportunity wasn't meant to be. I'm not going to go into details, but this professional betrayal, because that's what it was, and that's how I felt dealing with it, well, it left me in quite a raw state. And as I usually do when something doesn't go to plan, I go back and investigate. My three questions are usually, what went wrong? What did I do wrong? And ultimately, was it my fault? And these are usually the first three questions that come up. And when 
after checking multiple times and having friends and other professionals cross-checking everything, it became clear that I had done everything right. I, I don't know, I think that's when it really sank in and another process started. I was left grieving. I'm incredibly grateful for the wonderful people in my life who've supported me and guided me through the past few months. I probably would have finished 2022 in a state far worse than I did without them. And while I'm still not back to being myself at 100%, I have been able to work through a lot, a lot more than I've given myself credit for, I realise. But then again, it adds up. If your first questions are, what did I do wrong and was it my fault? And you end up still ruminating over this multiple times, even though you have cross-checked it and others have confirmed and told you and yes, confirmed to you that you're not in the wrong. It does mean that the levels of self-compassion are pretty low and accepting that, assessing that, seeing that maybe this is a place where you could tweak something, where you could find ways to invite more self-compassion in, well maybe that was one of the lessons, I don't know. But it does mean that the lens through which you're looking at yourself through difficult times might need adjusting. When I was prepping for this episode, I, I found some notes. I found some notes I'd taken this time last year on what the general vibe and energy of 2022 was going to be according to numerology. It's not a question for me of whether or not you believe in numerology, it's just a way to maybe find a theme and allow your thoughts to follow a thread for a while. And in my notes, 2022 was going to be a year of responsibility and deep healing. Under responsibility, you could put anything, anything that you connect to that word. Responsibilities at work, at home, responsibility to yourself, to your loved ones. I would even argue that this would involve defining and working through boundaries and emotions. When emotions are high, rational thinking gets thrown out the window, big time. That is... Personally, why, as a rule, I avoid making decisions when in a high state of emotion. Whether it's a positive one, a negative one, whether it's joy, anger, sadness and whatnot. These states are so remote from the rational, the logical mind that I don't want these to lead me to use words or act in a way that I would eventually regret. Because when emotions are so high, I don't think you're necessarily capable of making the right decision, making the right informed decision, making the right choices that are actually going to fuel your growth, to fuel yourself and your environment. It's something I kind of touched upon in the Emotions in the Body series from 2021. I keep on referring back to that series, it's funny. I've referred and talked about this specific series a lot over the past few months. And the past few months for me have been emotion-filled. 
so many emotions in a teeny tiny body, it's difficult to handle sometimes. So going back to this and remembering that emotion is time in motion and it needs to work through you and with you, but we also need to let it happen. However, when it comes to keeping your life together when you're in these states, you also need to be able to know how to work with them in a way that doesn't make you do the wrong thing or make you do something that is not going to serve you in a positive way or in a neutral way. Nothing has to be extremely positive. I'm not talking about that. But to stop myself from rambling on, basically, it prevents an informed decision, in my mind, in my opinion. Feel free to send me a message if you want to have a conversation about this. As you know, I'm always down to talk. But basically, I believe you need that cool-off period to be able to use your brain properly, identifying the emotion and give it space. And in a way, it's another type of resilience work. It's another way to look after your emotional health. I say this a lot, and I read it recently again on an Instagram post by Adam Grant, the author of Rethinking. Same, I've quoted him a lot in 2021. Now I'm seeing more of his content again, so maybe it means I might need to dive back into his work for 2023. Hey, who knows? But he said it again, and so in my mind, it means it bears repeating. Resilience is not the resistance to suffering. It's the capacity to bend without breaking. And sometimes you end up bending so low, you think you're going to break. But thanks to the cultivating of this emotional and mental awareness, you prevent the break. And then you can use your system and your support system to build yourself back up. It takes time. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying it's an overnight trick. But doing that work is what will help you keep going even when you feel like you've taken one too many hits and you've had enough. It's the foundations you've built over time that prevent your house from crumbling. Looking back today at this challenging year, it feels like this is what it wanted to test out. The foundations of my house. Testing the physical. I got injured a bit too many times this year. The mental. I'm not myself at the moment still. The spiritual, the emotional and the creative foundations of my house, my home, myself. And today, in the last few hours of 2022, I can see that I may still be healing from the events and challenges thrown my way. But my house still stands. I'm still working on it. I'm still working through it. I still have a lot of healing to do to regain my visioning power, my strength, my physical, mental, emotional and creative health. Not that they've been taken away from me, but they're not what they used to be. But as I look back today, I can see that the foundations I built were a lot stronger than I gave them credit for. So, yeah. Look at that! Compassion! Sharing! <laughs> That's all part of the process. It's one thing I do enjoy doing on this podcast, just taking the time to share a little like that. And in doing so right now, I'm hoping it can help you start your own end-of-year reflection, your own 2022 review. Did 2022 test your foundations too? 
I'm not going to be talking about resolutions and stuff because I don't do resolutions anymore. I'm just going to set an intention for 2023. Because looking back at previous years where I set specific goals, currently setting an intention, a general energy wish thought for 2023 feels like the right thing to do for me right now. As the challenges of 2022 fade into the past, I thank from the bottom of my heart every single person that has supported me. And I thank you too, wonderful voices listening, because yes, that does include you. Your presence is something I am immensely grateful for every single day of this podcasting life. My intention and wish for 2023 is to reach a place where my faith and my intuition allow for the right opportunities, the right projects and the right people to enter my life so I may stand in a year's time feeling renewed, feeling healed, feeling free, embracing success in all realms of life, feeling stronger in my work, my creativity, my resolve, my body, my love, and my hope. Intentions are extremely powerful, and speaking of foundations, the intention behind your words is what gives them the ultimate power. So why not, in the last few hours of 2022 or the first few hours of 2023, set an intention for yourself for this year? It doesn't have to be a huge thing. It can just be a simple sentence. It can just be a movement, an action, an emotion. An intention is whatever you decide it to be. It doesn't have to be extremely hippie, <laughs> but it can be something that moves through you in order to pull you through. It's a hand that leaves your heart and then turns back and reaches to you to get you to take a step forward and another one and another one. So if this is a practice that resonates with you right now, then give into it. I wish you all a peaceful end of 2022, and may 2023 bring you exactly what you need to let your voice and power shine authentically and in style. Much love to you all, and see you next year, I guess. I'll speak to you soon.